I am Barrington Brennan, counseling psychologist and marriage and family therapist with your daily relationship nugget. I would really like to hear from you. Let me know how you are enjoying this program and where are you hearing it? What part of the world? Reach me at the website www.soencouragement.org or email me at info at soencouragement.org. The phrase, the Lord told me to tell you, is perhaps one of the most overused, misused, and abused phrases in the Christian world. Other phrases such as, God gave me a vision for you, I have a prophecy for you, or I have a message from the Lord for you are equally popular misused ones. These are a few of them used by many zealous pastors and often church members to control or mislead others. The truth is the persons using them are not deliberately misleading or trying to control. They honestly believe that their visions or messages from the Lord are real. When in reality, they are a result of a toxic faith and misguided misunderstanding of how the Holy Spirit works in the lives of individuals. Let me hasten to say that God can reveal himself through visions and dreams. He can give special messages through someone to give to another. However, his messages are always in keeping with biblical truths. They do not conflict. They do not confuse. There is no confusion or no demeaning or destruction. The book of Isaiah chapter 10 verse 24 simply states, To the law and to the testimony, if they speak not according to this word, it is because there is no light in them. Several years ago, I was told of a woman who was married four times. After a long life of self-destruction and four divorces, she felt hopeless and emotionally weak. This was when, late one night, she walked into a church where people were singing beautiful hymns. The singing of the singers seemed so kind, caring, and spiritual. After an inspiring sermon by the pastor, an appeal was made, and she gave her heart to Jesus to begin the journey of spiritual renewal. It was really a new beginning for her until the pastor got a vision from the Lord to reveal to her. It was just one week after a conversation while attending a church service that the pastor came to her and said, The Lord gave me a vision that you are to marry that man, pointing to a gentleman. <laughs> she became friendly with this gentleman. She trusted the pastor. Oh, he's a man of God. Of course the pastor is a man of God. Why doubt him? She thought to herself. As a result of this prophetic revelation, this dear lady, not realizing her own vulnerability, got married to the man within two months. This became her fifth marriage and his fourth marriage. Common sense would dictate that preparation for marriage takes time. In addition, even though they were both Christians, 
it does not mean that they were made for each other to become husband and wife. But who would disagree with the pastor? He got a vision from the Lord. Isn't that serious? You see, the pastor did say he got the vision from the Lord. And sad to say, the Lord did not tell the pastor of the terrible, abusive past of the man. Was it really the Lord, or rather the pastor's own toxic misguiding of his own imaginative thoughts? Within one week of the wedding ceremony, the marriage began to deteriorate. There was verbal, emotional, and sometimes physical abuse. It was painful. But how could they question the Lord when he gave the pastor the message to give them? So they sat there in the marriage, boiling in pain, hate, and confusion. But two months into the marriage, the Lord could not stand it any longer. <laughs> they were in touch in too much pain. Then this pastor's wife got a vision from the Lord to give to the husband. She said, The Lord told me to tell you to divorce your wife and to marry another woman. What vision was from the Lord, the pastor's or the wife's? How could God give such conflicting instructions? I hasten to say that God does not give such instructions. His, message, his messages are encouraging, clear, consistent, and non-conflicting. It seems as though the pastor and his wife were having the conflicts themselves. Each were on an ego trip for pastoral power and popularity. They used the scripture as a tool to gain prominence, and in reality, they were making a mockery of Christianity. The story, I just said, is only an example of what goes on every day in our country and in countries around the world behind the doors of many churches, and I'm not making up this story. It's a real, real one. It is an example of toxic leaders who have developed a toxic brand of Christianity that is destroying our nation, many marriages, and families. It is playing right in the hand of powerful, crazed men who have been taught that they are default leaders over women and not leaders with women. Many so-called spiritual leaders try to manipulate the Holy Spirit instead of allowing the Holy Spirit to use them. They act as though they are beyond accountability. Mary Alice Shalalongar, in her book Twisted Scriptures, lists a few methods used by pastors or congregations to control their members. One, they equate doubts and criticism of leadership as sin. Two, they teach people to obey even when it doesn't feel right. Obey without question. They subtly redefine the meaning of words, creating their own toxic theology. And then, they emphasize such ideas as dying to self in a non-scriptural manner. It is a sin to emotionally take care of your own needs, they will tell you. Beware, friends and listeners, when someone tells you, The Lord told me to tell you, or the Lord gave me a vision about you. Oh, and in particular those who are hungry 
or dying to get married or want a husband or wife. If what the Lord said is in conflict with your own faith and scripture, then the Lord did not give that message. It is instead from another source that leads to toxic faith, cripples, confused, and often leads many to become disillusioned with God. Beware of pastors who make you feel that your prayers for you will always be answered. If they are not answered, then it is your fault. This is a gross misinterpretation of God's sovereign will and love. To avoid toxic faith, each one should develop his own relationship with God and study the Bible for herself. Watch out when you say, The pastor says, or the Bible says, and it's not really true, and you have not searched it for yourself. These are signs that you might be developing toxic faith. You have been listening to your Daily Relationship Nugget. I am Barrington Brennan, keeping a smile on your heart.